Welcome, friends and fiends. This is your host, film critic and comedian, Nate Wyckoff. And I'm here to tell you about an exciting giveaway that Warner Brothers Discovery and Colton Classic Films LLC has put together to build your 4K Ultra HD film collection on digital. We are giving away four codes which contain digital 4K Ultra HD versions of Rebel Without a Cause, Maltese Falcon, and Cool Hand Luke. These are films that you absolutely must know as a film buff. You can get this code by being one of the lucky four people we pull from our newsletter list. So go to coltonclassicfilms.com slash newsletter and give us your email and your name and we'll sign you up for the newsletter and we will enter you in the competition. That's all you got to do. So please go ahead and do that. The contest ends on April 30th and we will send out the winning codes on May 1st. Thank you so much for being a listener. And here's your episode of Colton Classic Films Podcast. Welcome to Colton Classic. <laughs> Welcome, friends and fiends, to another mini-sode of Colton Classic Podcast. These are the in-between main episode episodes where we bring you little extras like independent film reviews, uh, one-off film reviews, book reviews, game reviews, interviews, all sorts of views. And today is no different, except for the fact that we are going to be reviewing our first video game here on Colton Classic Podcast. Now, we've mentioned video games before, and we've done some films based off of video games, uh, even recent ones. But the reason that we're tackling a video game review today is because the newest entry in the most famous horror film franchise has been released, and that is Resident Evil Village, also known as Resident Evil 8. Uh, of course, there have been lots of extra games uh, off of the main series, but we had to bring you a review on this game as I am a big fan of the Resident Evil game franchise and uh, especially its recent iterations, which we will talk about today. So first off, if you are not a video game person, you may not know much about Resident Evil other than uh, it was a long-running movie series starring Mila Jovovich uh, by Paul W.S. Anderson, her then husband. Well, here's the thing to know about Resident Evil, the games. Uh, originally, they're very centered upon high atmosphere, difficult, limited resource survival. So you would have uh, to find and scavenge uh, goods like weapons, guns, uh, and fight monsters, zombies originally, and uh, sort of uncover a corporate conspiracy involving uh, bioweapons. And this game, Resident Evil Village, is a direct sequel to Resident Evil uh, Biohazard or also Resident Evil 7. Now that game came out in 2017. Do you need to play that game in order to play this one? No, you don't. However, it will definitely help. And there's a reason you would want to do that if you're interested in getting into Resident Evil Village. And that's because Resident Evil Biohazard is a great game. And it is uh, very much similar to its sequel, Resident Evil Village, which came out this year, uh, this last week as I'm recording this. So Resident Evil Biohazard followed uh, your character, Ethan, as he responds to a uh, voicemail message or a letter or something like that uh, from his dead wife. And he's like, how can this be? She's dead. Well, he goes to this abandoned uh, farmhouse in the swamp in the United States that she has given him the address for. And sure enough, she's alive and she's there, but she's kind of crazy and things go way downhill from there. And soon enough, you are fighting with these crazed family members of this uh, little backwoods area who have 
insane powers and are monstrous and there's these zombie monsters it's, it's terrifying games the first person perspective meaning you see everything as though you were looking through uh, your character's eyes and you can see your hands in front of you, things like that. There are puzzles in it, as often is the case with Resident Evil games. Uh, they're not super difficult, but they're really creative. You have to find a lot of objects and figure out where they go and what position they should be in. All around, Resident Evil 7 from 2017 and its downloadable content, its additional chapters, uh, were great. They're great games. Uh, it's a lot of fun and I definitely recommend it, especially since you can get it inexpensively now. Resident Evil Village, does it hold up? The answer is yes, with some reservations. So Resident Evil 8, aka Resident Evil Village, takes place uh, in a European town in a very antiquated medieval sort of cultish um, area. It uh, looks perhaps some sort of Slavic country. I don't know exactly where it's supposed to be, uh, but obviously it's a fictional place. And uh, this is not really a spoiler because it happens in the first few minutes, but you are Ethan, you are living what seems to be a happy life in this new place in Europe with Mia, your wife, and your new daughter, Rose. And you know that there's been some tests on Rose to make sure she's okay since Mia was uh, exposed to these uh, chemicals that cause all this terrible monstrosity insanity. And, uh, the government, Chris Redfield being your main point of contact, who is a character from the very first Resident Evil game, has given you guys some survival training and uh, seems to have located you here. And you don't exactly know anything beyond that as the player. Well, in short order, Mia is shot before dinner through the window in a hail of uh, sniper bullets. And you see that Chris Redfield has actually done this and has a team moving in to take you and your child Rose away. Right away, we do have some red flags with the storyline. Yes, it's surprising and it's action packed, but it's kind of a refrigerator moment. This is, of course, referring to the Green Lantern story that is famous where uh, he found his wife shoved into a refrigerator. And it's sort of become shorthand for the problematic plotting where uh, a male character goes on a rampage after his wife, girlfriend, daughter, etc. Some female character close to him is brutalized. I will say that the storyline of Resident Evil Village does reveal it is a little more complex than that, but at its heart, it's still your wife is murdered in front of you and then you go to find your daughter. So it's kind of a uh, hills have eyes scenario, which is inherently a little misogynistic and problematic. But um, I would have preferred if say you play as Mia and Ethan is shot in the beginning, it would have sort of turned that trope on its head and it would have made for a very good game. But Ethan is a character we like uh, and the gameplay stands and the story is interesting despite that problematic element. Uh, so. After that fact, uh, there seems to be a car accident, Rose is gone, and you have to wander through this crazy village fighting what appear to be sort of lycanthrope werewolf men to find Rose. There's more to it, as you find out, uh, because this town has very few, if any, regular people left. There are these lycanthropy creatures and they are controlled by uh, a, a mysterious woman who also has four lords in town to help her. These are, of course, bosses <clears throat> of varying types. Uh, and there's one very famous one already, which became famous from the Resident Evil uh, previews that Capcom, the company making it, put out. And that's Lady Demoscua. And uh, 
I'm probably butchering the name. I've already forgotten it. But <clears throat> she is a gargantuan woman in sort of regal early 19th century clothing who is very pale, sort of uh, think the the dead people from uh, the Conjuring series, that sort of vibe. Uh, she's a great character and lived up to all the hype, in my opinion, from the trailers of this game. Once you defeat her, which is a chunk of the game, then you move on to the next Lord and so on. And they each are unique. The, uh, one of them is a hammer wielding maniac that is clearly, at least via the American voice acting choice, uh, highly referential to our good friend, Nicolas Cage. Uh, after that first episode where you defeat the ma'am lady, uh, things go a little rockier from there. It's still great gameplay. It's still a lot of fun. It's still very interesting. Still lots of creepy, freaky action moments. Uh, still lots of searching and puzzle solving. But uh, for example, the second Lord can be defeated in I don't know, 20 minutes, uh, that whole episode. And so you will find that it's a little uneven pacing wise. Is that to say it's bad? Certainly not. Had a blast playing it. Um, but do expect some jumps, lulls, uh, and and then jump starts again throughout the pacing of the game. So ultimately, is this game worth it? Well, if you like Resident Evil, of course. If you like survival horror, of course. The graphics, by the way, are phenomenal. We played it on PlayStation 4, but it is available for PC, uh, PlayStation 5, Xbox, as all those all the systems. Just check them out. Um, it looks great on all of them. And uh, it is by far the best looking PlayStation 4 game uh, that we have seen. And that's including things like Metro Exodus, which are kind of a benchmark, even on a console. Uh, and also the loading times are very brisk. For a game that looks so good, they did a great job optimizing this so far. So, uh, and no glitches throughout a playthrough. So that's a nice feature. I do expect there to be downloadable content uh, and hopefully it'll be of uh, the same or higher quality than we got for uh, Resident Evil Biohazard, AKA Resident Evil 7, because that was fun stuff, although not necessary uh, for the storyline to continue. Uh, I will say that because we have seen, if you played Resident Evil Biohazard, sort of this new first person perspective uh, for Resident Evil, this is the, only the second game to use it in this franchise, uh, the sort of novelty and surprise of it is gone because we know what to expect. And so uh, while there are some things like body mutilation that are thrown in that were shocking in the first game, uh, they're not as shocking here. Uh, and the developers and, and crafters of this game seem to realize that. And so rather than try and shock you, they just throw a ton at you. The uh, science is nowhere to be found in this, uh, in this game entry. Uh, is that a problem? Depends on the player. Certainly wasn't a problem for us, but uh, it was a choice. Maybe not the one I would have made but it was a choice. But in the end, this is still a worthy game and I recommend you guys pick it up. And if you haven't played uh, the first in this, uh, in this duology of Resident Evil, uh, then go pick that one up first. Uh, it is absolutely worth it. It is not, there's no, there's no reason to play this one over that one. They certainly go well together and you don't wanna miss the story and atmosphere from Resident Evil Biohazard. It's cheap now. I think you can get the gold edition, which has all the DLC for like 20 bucks. You can also buy a package digitally uh, of this game and the first one for like $70, which is a, a big discount off of those. So check it out. Hope you guys like this review. Please 
uh, rate and review and follow our podcast wherever you find podcasts. Check us out on YouTube, Colton Classic Podcast, on Instagram at Colton Classic Podcast, and send any questions, reviews, uh, review questions, recommendations, hate mail to Colton Classic Podcast at gmail.com. To play us out, as always, is the Chud with All About Evil. And we'll listen to us next Tuesday for another entry in our main uh, movie review segments. Thanks so much. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Colton Classic Podcast. This podcast is important to me, but what's more important are the rights, privileges, and freedom from violence of everyone in this country and in this world. And that means supporting Black Lives Matter. If you'd like to make a donation, please go ahead and visit coltonclassicpodcast.com where we have a list of places you can donate and help out. And please stay safe.